always be searching for your best timeline to jump on. Just because you're happy with the one that you're on doesn't mean that it's the best because it's not. It's just the one for now. We're going to talk about time travel within the quantum jumping realm. Now... Hi, this is Daniel Laxton's, and you're listening to the Ultimate Reality Surfing Program. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that way you can always get this awesome content for helping you to create the best life ever. So, am I looking the right direction? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Todd. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Good to see you. You, you too, man. <laughs> This is Daniel Laxton, and you're listening to the Ultimate Reality Surfing Podcast. And I have my host with me, Ronan. How's it going, Todd Ronan? Hey, Daniel. How are you doing today? Doing great. Hey, we're continuing on with our theme about quantum jumping. And we've already done two episodes, maybe three episodes. So if you go back, um, I'll probably try, if you're watching YouTube, I'll try to leave something up here that you can click on to go back. And you can watch those previous episodes. Uh, but the, this last one, we're going to talk a little bit about time travel within the quantum jumping realm. Now, we're not just jumping uh, through, well, we're actually jumping through alternate dimensions, but there's also an association with time and time travel. You want to talk a little bit about that, Ronan? Yeah, so I'm remembering when Robert Monroe, uh, author of Journeys Out of the Body, Ultimate Journey, and Far Journeys, was taking a vision quest when he was out of body to a future land. I think he said it was a thousand years in the future, and the population of the planet was a lot less. But everybody was trying to experience the immersion of different animals, and those people were more spiritually evolved than we are, but they had less. They had less physical things. They had less you know, items, but they were experiencing nature and experiencing biology in a way that we can only imagine. So using their minds, they were able to travel into the future. They were able to travel into other animals and, you know, experience the lives of those animals. And that helped them evolve better too. That's really interesting. Would you want to travel into the consciousness of an animal? I think it would be educational because you operate in a different manner. We operate in a way that we're always, you know, we recognize how to react in situations as a human. You, you see differently as a hawk. You experience life differently as a fish. You experience life differently as a Sasquatch, as a bear. You think differently and your entire worldview becomes changed. And I think we can take the parallels to that with quantum jumping because the world that you live in right now will be completely different to the world that you jump into as a time traveler using the power of your mind. You can travel anywhere with your mind. You just have to believe you can and do it. Exactly. And to really develop that belief system, you have to work on your reticular activating system. And so you got to program that. And how do we program that? through confirmations. And the more you practice some of this um, time travel, <laughs> you'll see different things change in your life. Uh, it's it's very strange. I've had restaurants disappear and reappear. And just based upon some of the corrections that I did in the past, 
uh, for my past self. And I just rewrote the whole story. And when you rewrite stories, you will actually come out of your meditation and you'll actually be in a different dimension. It's crazy and awesome. Another thing people fail to understand is a timeline. So you live on a timeline that's unique to Daniel. I live on a timeline that's unique to Todd. If I go back and change something or edit my past, I will experience the new timeline of that edit that I made, that correction that I made. But you might not experience it because we're living on different timelines and different trajectories or different waves. And you don't need to force your timeline onto anyone else. You just have to be able to accept it and live in that new frequency or that vibration. Absolutely. Uh, as a matter of fact, the way you can maintain staying in the new timeline is that when people uh, tell you something, you don't argue with them. You actually realize that the information that they're telling you is actually within the new timeline. That some people will correct you and say, oh, no, you didn't make that mistake at all. You, you did this. And then remember how successful you were. It'll take time for your it may take a, a few days for your memory to actually go, oh, that's right. It really did happen. And then you're like going, did it happen? Or did I just pulled myself into an alternate timeline. And this happens to me all the time. And it really does because the new memories are that you'll have both the, your previous timeline memories and the new memories uh, will start to come to you more. But you'll know you're in that new timeline when someone that you know is disagreeing with you. So don't go back to the opposite timeline by disagreeing with them and trying to tell them the story of the previous timeline, or then you risk going back into that timeline. And that's going to change your frequency and take you out of the new timeline that you've created. And so it's okay to operate on a new timeline for yourself, but it's not okay for you to draw other people in unnecessarily into the new timeline that you're on. Exactly. And that's why they say that you die, your, 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 your old self is dying because you left that avatar or that other life in a different parallel timeline. So now you're in this new timeline. So in a sense, you're activating this avatar, which means that avatar has been turned off. That's why you're dying to that life. Now you've come into this new life. Yeah. In physical reality, we can take the metaphor of a withering vine. So imagine your timelines branching off in different vectors. And when you snip the experience or edit the experience that you had on that last branch, you essentially cut it so that it can't grow anymore and you can't go back to it. No. And uh, I had my nephew one time ask me, he says, well, how are you going to ever get back to your original timeline? And I tell him, you don't ever want to go back because each time you're expanding who you are, you're becoming a better version of yourself. Even if you do something like I did too, I jumped into um, something that was more painful of a timeline. And, but that's okay because my inner self, my higher self, God knew that for my expansion to get even more complete, sometimes you're going to end up in certain things that maybe you you don't want to be 
And, but you do want to be, because <laughs> it was the fastest path. So you want this one manifestation and then you do your, uh, your meditation and you, you do your quantum jump. And then you find yourself in a situation you're like, no, what did I do to myself? I've done that. But it's usually, uh, in, in all cases, it is the fastest path to the manifestation that you were actually drawing. And that's the re reason why you drew through this other parallel timeline. So everything's, it's um, cyclical. So things will go down, things will go up. That's the law of rhythm. And then when you get to the other side, then you're going to say, oh, now I see how this happened and why it happened. So don't hate what you have. Always appreciate. That question about getting back to your original self reminds me again of Robert Monroe. He's talking about going back to the source and experiencing KT95, which was his original source where he was a curl. And it was just a little a squiggle of light. And they would go back and forth and listen to music and go back and forth and listen to music. And reading that, I remember that scene and it filled me with such sadness and such pain because it's a memory of going home to your source but you've evolved so far beyond that source that it's mundane to you now mm -hmm. and yes. you can't go back you have to evolve you can't go back to the original timeline the original source because you're so much more you're so much more advanced now you need to create a whole new paradigm of how to experience the multiplicity of timelines and to always be searching for your best timeline to jump on too, because just because you're happy with the one that you're on doesn't mean that it's the best because it's not, it's just the one for now. Well, and that's the difference between being perfect and being imperfect. You know, you have imperfection. Well, the word perfect literally just means to be complete. So if you're an artist and you're painting something and you could spend another two hours or even a, another week, maybe adding extra features to it. But sometimes you say, ooh, I like it just the way it is. It's perfect, meaning it's complete. And so in a sense, once we reach a certain manifestation, then we reached perfection. But we'll always be incomplete because you'll never stop this journey. No matter how how many lives you live, we're always going to keep expanding and getting better and better. So we're always perfect at the time that we're in, but we're incomplete because we want we're imperfect. So that's the only reason why they have these two words, um, even in the Bible. But perfection, you are perf perfect. You're complete just the way you are right now. But we want to expand. So you then visualize what you want next, which makes you imperfect. And then the, the cycle just keeps going. So we can project ourselves using our mind to any point in the future. And you can also see a timeline that you want to draw into what you have today and always be scanning, you know, always be meditating and looking for that next jump that you need to make because it's going to help you become more complete, but not totally complete, just more complete and more closer to that next perfection because you're going to get dissatisfied and your perfect life that you're on today is going to become mundane just like kt95 it's just like when you're a little kid and you finally get that toy you always wanted and then within about 15 minutes you're looking for a new toy because so, <laughs> <laughs> you get the dopamine spike and then that doesn't last
you know, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. If you didn't dream about that toy, then you wouldn't be dreaming about the next toy. And that's, it's always about a continual expansion of who we are and that we're adding to the consciousness of the whole planet. We're adding to the consciousness of the planet. We're adding to the consciousness of ourselves and the cosmic soup that we all come from. We're making it a greater experience by becoming these masters of time jumping and quantum jumping. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice. So it maybe a suggestion we can give uh, to the audience too is go do some quantum jumping to your past. You can tweak a few things, then come come back. But also, have you thought about visiting your consciousness or visiting your avatar when you're in your 60s, when you're in your 70s? When you, you know, what are you going to be doing in your 70s? Are you going to be on a yacht? Are you going to be in a nursing home? No. Erase that. I did no erase that. So you it's better to visualize being on a yacht or being in Cancun or being on a uh, a, sh- a cruising ship and taking a vacation in, in your 60s, 70s, 80s. But have you ever visualized being old, old? You know, like have you visualized your death yet? Have you went there? You know, what did you die of old age in a nursing home? Did you die in your home? Did you die? You know, laser blaster fights. Yeah, there you go. 2295. Yeah. Die a warrior's death. Boy. I've seen it. It's it's yeah. it's ghastly, but you know, at least I live another 200 years, so that's good. That's it. I plan to live to 150. So we actually could do it right now with a lot of this the technology that's coming. When you when you project yourself there, see as an observer and see yourself as looking as though you would look at other people and in doing this you disconnect you take your mind it's a mind journey it's not a physical journey but see yourself and see your physical body when you're there and that will help you anchor that memory to yourself knowing that you're observing your physical body in the future is a better way than trying to imagine you in the future looking out does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can observe, but you can do both too, right? I mean, you could go ahead and assume the avatar and, and see yourself, even look in the mirror. They say it's freaky to look in the mirror. Assume the avatar and look in the mirror. And also try that experience that Robert Monroe was talking about by putting your consciousness into the brains and the minds of other animals and experiencing life as they experience life. Because it's going to change your perception of flight fight mechanism that we live by. And it's also going to strengthen your ability to make successful quantum jumps. Experience other people, experience yourself in the future, and experience the way that people interact with you in the future. And if you see something that you don't like, then you can make those edits in your present day so that the people in the future will react, I don't know, better to you. Or if you find a flaw in your future, you can change your present so that when you're living in the future, you've made the edit today to branch off into that new, more constructive, more productive, more perfect quantum timeline. Absolutely. Neville Gardart says that the another practice that you we can mention here is that right before bed, 
visualize the day in reverse. So you climb in the bed and then visualize yourself climbing out of bed, walking backwards into the family room and turning off the TV, then watching the show that you just watched and then getting up and watch yourself eating dinner. And then you just go back the afternoon, you watch yourself leaving work and go back a little further, watch yourself eating lunch, go back a little further. You're waking up or showering. Then you walk back to your bed and you lay down. So he says, visualize the whole day in reverse. And this will strengthen um, that, that the coherence, you know, to be able to do what we're talking about. It's one technique. And take that back further and live your life in reverse and see what it is that you have done. Maybe something that a wrong you created and then go all the way back. See if you can remember being in your crib or hovering above your crib and seeing yourself as a baby. And then you know the totality of your existence as this human avatar you're experiencing by having seen your death, having seen your birth, and having seen all the parts in between, and know that now you can make a very big general edit of the next quantum jump that you want to take, because you've seen the totality of your life all in that scene. Oh, and I, I left that one part too, is that when you do this, if there's anything that happened that you didn't like during the day, tweak it right then, revisualize it, as a new story that that you do like and you know so if something you wanted something to happen and it didn't happen visualize sometime in that time period that it did happen and watch how amazing your dreams are uh, because you know that's when you're going into your heart and your dream state so um, that's where the magic happens your heart is going to generate all the information you collected for this day and then create your new project a projection of what the world will be like tomorrow and so you might as well make some tweaks, just like Ronan was saying. Yeah, I need to do more edits of my life. So I'm going to get out the old snipping shears and the film editor and see if I can't make my next life or my next set of days a little bit better by editing my past. Yeah, let's all practice that. Hey, if you're liking what we're talking about, do the same thing and let's compare notes. So leave a comment if you've been working on this sort of thing. Um, you can always shoot us an email with your story. Um, if it's, you know, out of all the stories that we get, if you'd like to be on the show that to share your story, then we'd love to have you on the show too. So be sure to shoot an email uh, to support at ultimaterealitysurfing.com. That's support at ultimaterealitysurfing.com. And let's see if we can share some inspiration and have you on the show. So, <laughs> so that's it. Not first. <laughs> hey, so I, I think, do you have any more that you want to share? Or is that I'm good? good, man? All right. Well, thank you so much, Ronan, for being on the show. Um, where can people find you? Oh, they could find me at uh, www.realityforecast or at Reality Forecast on YouTube, where we do shows and I interview people and psychics and all sorts of things. It's a fun time. It is a fun time. Be sure to check out uh, www.realityforecast.com. So thanks all for watching. Until next time, we'll see you on the Ultimate Reality Surfing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell so that way you can always get this awesome content for helping you to create the best life ever. Run over to ultimaterealitysurfing.com and download a free copy of Designing Your Perfect Reality. Bye, everybody.